0: Good morning, Refuge. Welcome to another day's edition of Transformation Radio. We're going to start off with a little hot Nelson, Diamonds.
1: Here in- of the lord it will be my strength when the pressure is on he's making diamonds oh the joy of the lord it will be my strength when the pressure is on he's making diamonds oh the joy of the lord it will be my strength when the pressure is on he's making he's making he's making diamonds
2: Hey guys, it's Trevor Randall from Phase Three. Wanted to give a shout out to my brother Jacob McIntyre down in Phase One, man. Um, I heard you came in the other day, dude, and uh, main chasing look on my face. I was so excited. I, uh, I think about people every now and then that are out there that I really care about. You know, you're uh, you're my bro. We did a lot together, we grew up together. Um, so that's awesome. That's awesome you came in, dude. It edifies my faith to know that you're there. So uh, praise God, dude. Dig in and stick with it, bud.
3: Love you. Our reading today in the New Testament comes from Romans chapter 7, verses 1 through 13. Here's a little bit of what we'll find there as we read today, and it really is good stuff. Paul, the apostle, shows that the law is powerless to save the sinner. It's also powerless to save the lawkeeper, even the man with a new nature. The sinner is condemned by the law. The lawkeeper can't live up to it. And the man with a new nature finds his obedience to the law sabotaged, by the effects of his old nature. Once again, Paul declares that salvation cannot be found by obeying the law. No matter who we are, only Jesus Christ can set us free. When a person dies to the old life and is married to Christ, a new life begins. An unbeliever's mindset is centered on his own personal gratification. His source of power is his own self-determination. By contrast, the center of a Christian's life is God. God supplies the power for the Christian's daily living. Believers find that their whole way of looking at the world changes when they come to Christ. In the flesh, that term in the flesh, it doesn't mean in our skin and bones, but in the mindset of the old man. The motions of sins are sinful passions aroused by the law. When the law says, thou shalt not, our old nature rebelled and desired to do that very thing. You know, where there is no law, there is no sin. For people cannot know their actions are sinful unless a law forbids those actions. God's law makes people realize that they're sinners, doomed to die. Yet it offers no help. I mean, sin is real and it's dangerous. Imagine a sunny day at the beach. You plunge into the surf. You're splashing around having a great time. Then you notice a sign on the pier that says, No swimming. Sharks in the water. Well, your day is ruined. Is it the sign's fault? Are you angry with the person who put that sign up there in the first place? Well, the law is like the sign. It's essential, and we're grateful for it. But it doesn't get rid of the sharks. All right, with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. July 21st, the New Testament. Romans chapter 7 verses 1 through 13. Now, dear brothers and sisters, you who are familiar with the law, don't you know that the law applies only while a person is living? For example, when a woman marries, the law binds her to her husband as long as he is alive. But if he dies, the laws of marriage no longer apply to her. So, while her husband is alive, she would be committing adultery if she married another man. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law and does not commit adultery when she remarries. So, my dear brothers and sisters, this is the point. You died to the power of the law when you died with Christ, and now you are united with the one who was raised from the dead. As a result, we can produce a harvest of good deeds for God. When we were controlled by our old nature, sinful desires were at work within us. And the law aroused these evil desires that produced a harvest of sinful deeds, resulting in death. But now we have been released from the law, where we died to it and are no longer captive to its power. Now we can serve God, not in the old way of obeying the letter of the law, but in the new way of living in the Spirit. Well then, am I suggesting that the law of God is sinful? Of course not. In fact, it was the law that showed me my sin. I would never have known that coveting is wrong if the law had not said, You must not covet. But sin used this command to arouse all kinds of covetous desires within me. If there were no law, sin would not have that power. At one time I lived without understanding the law. But when I learned the command not to covet, for instance, the power of sin came to life, and I died. So I discovered that the law's commands, which were supposed to bring life, brought spiritual death instead. Sin took advantage of those commands and deceived me. It used the commands to kill me. But still the law itself is holy, and its commands are holy and right and good. But how can that be? Did the law, which is good, cause my death? Of course not sin used what was good to bring about my condemnation to death. So we can see how terrible sin really is. It uses God's good commands for its own evil purposes.
4: Uh, Yes, my name is Mike Hines, and I just want to send out a little encouragement for the guys down on the farm. Uh, I just want you to keep your heads lifted and your hearts open and receive what God has for you. You know, I was just down there. I'm phasing up phase two today and uh and it's a blessing just to be there on the farm just to open your open your hearts and just receive what he has for you you know and don't let the devil come in because that's the time he sneaks in when he sees that you're doing good so i just wish you all the best down there i wish all the best guys the best in the ministry
1: and uh god bless i look up to the mountains does my strength come from the mountains no My strength comes from God, who made heaven and earth and the mountain. and despair.
0: Nobody told me, we never ever saw it coming on Live it up, live it up Nobody ever told us we could die like this Live it up, live it up Nobody ever told us we never saw it coming on
4: Say This ain't music for your car If they jump a ship, nah, they was never on board I got enemies, man, they wanna see me on the floor I got frenemies, couldn't even tell you who they are If you're not driven by the mission, you'll be driven by the cars Focused on what you been getting, more to becoming who you are I tried to point them to the sun, but why they call? You'd mistake me for a cabbie Cause this drive that I got Put everybody in the backseat So if you wanna live a comfortable life Make sure you never love nobody Be selfish and never sacrifice
0: We got legal weed that'll keep us high Round the world, other people die Where on earth is my Wi-Fi? Uh. Our stomachs full and our pockets fat. I need love, there's a sight for that I had more when I had less I think I got too comfortable, yeah
3: as we begin to look into the book of Psalms today, we'll see that David said he was innocent. Was David saying he was sinless? David's claim was not a proud assumption of purity. No, it was an understanding of his relationship with God. He freely acknowledges his own sins. Nevertheless, his relationship with God was one of close fellowship and constant repentance and forgiveness. His claim to goodness, therefore, came from his continual seeking after God. Now later in this psalm we'll see that just as we protect the pupils of our eyes, it is right to pray, as David did, for God to protect us. We must not conclude, however, that we have somehow missed God's protection if we experience troubles. Now God's protection has far greater purposes than helping us just avoid pain. It's to make us better servants for Him. God protects us by guiding us through circumstances, not by helping us escape them. And this is also the psalm where we read about the shadow of thy wings. It's a figure of speech symbolizing God's protection. He guards us just as a mother bird protects her young by covering them with her wings. Moses used this same metaphor way back in the book of Deuteronomy. The word awake that we'll read here in this passage today shows that David believed in life after death. Although belief in resurrection was not widespread in Old Testament times, Several verses show that it was partially understood. And now, let's begin today's reading here in Psalms. And now from the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 17, verses 1 through 15, A Prayer of David. O Lord, hear my plea for justice. Listen to my cry for help. Pay attention to my prayer, for it comes from honest lips. Declare me innocent for you see those who do right. You have tested my thoughts and examined my heart in the night. You have scrutinized me and found nothing wrong. I am determined not to sin in what I say. I have followed your commands, which keep me from following cruel and evil people. My steps have stayed on your path. I have not wavered from following you. I am praying to you because I know you will answer, O God. Bend down, And listen as I pray. Show me your unfailing love in wonderful ways. By your mighty power, you rescue those who seek refuge from their enemies. Guard me as you would guard your own eyes. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Protect me from wicked people who attack me, from murderous enemies who surround me. They are without pity. Listen to their boasting. They track me down and surround me watching for the chance to throw me to the ground. They are like hungry lions, eager to tear me apart, like young lions hiding in ambush. Arise, O Lord, stand against them, and bring them to their knees. Rescue me from the wicked with your sword. By the power of your hand, O Lord, destroy those who look to this world for their reward. But satisfy the hunger of your treasured ones. May their children have plenty. LEAVING AN INHERITANCE FOR THEIR DESCENDANTS. BECAUSE I AM RIGHTEOUS, I WILL SEE YOU. WHEN I AWAKE, I WILL SEE YOU FACE TO FACE AND BE SATISFIED. PROVERBS chapter 19, VERSES 22 AND 23 LOYALTY MAKES A PERSON ATTRACTIVE. IT IS BETTER TO BE POOR THAN DISHONEST. FEAR OF THE LORD LEADS TO LIFE, BRINGING SECURITY AND PROTECTION FROM HARM.
2: I'm
1: Comes and someone stands to fight. Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served, I know, I know, I know, I know. Soul, and someone says, Send me here. I go, I know.
0: Grand, coming at you with a joke today. What do they call Batman when he forgets to go to church? Christian Bale. Uh. Thanks for listening to Transformation Radio. Hope
1: you all have a blessed day and you edify and glorify the God in everything you do.